Welcome to the Buddha Belly Life Podcast, empowering purpose, mind to microbiome, a mind-body-soul approach to life, starting with your gut. Join me, Coach Britt, as I interview top wellness entrepreneurs and microbiome science geeks, and together we mastermind a bucket list kind of life while building the ultimate vessel to live it in. Welcome to your Buddha Belly Life. Don't forget to take notes. Hey guys, welcome back to Buddha Belly Life. I'm Coach Britt, and we are in session four of this month's focus called Overgrown, all about uh, bacterial overgrowth in the gut and the body and the prevalence of it. We're joined today with, again, for our final um, session with by Tracy Merritt and the original account manager and functional medicine consultant with Microbiome Labs. Um, welcome back, Tracy. I'm so excited to to wrap up this whole thing so that next month we can launch it. I'm stoked. This is great information. Thanks so much for having me and for everyone hanging in there on this uh, journey of all things SIBO. Yes, absolutely. If you guys have missed any episodes prior to this, grab a pen and paper and go back. If you listen to one or two, you'll want to put all of this together. We do them pretty short and sweet. None of our podcasts are usually over 20 to 25 minutes max. Um, so we make it really digestible for you so that you can listen to it on a Monday and empower your week. So Tracy, Tracy, if you, you know, to recap really quick, she's here discussing her journey with SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And we're talking about how, you know, the overgrowth of gut bacteria in the small intestines and the the absolute havoc that it wreaks on the body and the prevalence of it in people that they just probably, most people don't even know because the science is just emerging on this stuff. So Tracy, so you discussed a bit about um, probiotics and we talked about antibiotics and all of the things, the treatments and, and things. Um, So how did your journey lead you to where you are now? Because like you said before, like, you know, it was a long haul for you to get better. And now you, you know, were you with, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you for yeah. anybody else. Were you, now we know we, you work with Microbiome Labs, which is like a, a top probiotic and gut supplement company. Um, were you with them when you went through this? Like which came first, the chicken or the egg? Were you, were yeah. you sick and struggling and then came into this position or vice versa? Yeah. You know, it's always interesting, right? How life evolves as these, these things that happen to us. And, uh, yeah. So was a personal trainer a couple years before my kids were born and then, uh, got out of it, raised my kids full time for a while. Uh, and then, so no, was not working with microbiome labs. Uh, did not know anything about the microbiome, had never even heard the term. Um, started doing my own research when I was sick. Uh, so sought the help of a naturopath, but it got to a point where they hit a limit with me. Uh, they just kind of hit a roadblock where, like we were talking about, the SIBO got better, but now I had histamine intolerance and I had other health issues. So one area got better, but other ones creeped up. And uh, so I took it into my own hands because I just didn't have anyone else. And I just started researching like crazy. So after a couple years of researching, um, helping myself, I got rid of SIBO. And then I thought, I have to pay this forward. So I became a certified health coach, had my own business doing that, um, and fell in love with microbiome labs. So I started using those in practice, the the different product line. And uh, 
just ended up going to a conference that they had and started talking with some of the the people there and said, you know, if there was anywhere I would love to work, I'm so passionate about your products. I've seen them do such amazing things. I would work here. And then as the universe all put it together, you know, I, long story short, have been working here almost two years. And um, yeah, so just being able to pay it forward has been so rewarding. So like a lot of people, I feel like you have a similar story. Like I struggled, I suffered, people tried to help me. And while there's tidbits, like there's tidbits of what, you know, maybe the doctors told you or the naturopaths told you or the diagnostics that were pulled, all that. But ultimately you had to figure your own self out. And that's Mm -hmm. what most people have to do. I think they get so frustrated because they're like, can I just go to somebody who's going to tell me what is wrong with me and what to do about it? And more often than not anymore, it's not that simple. It, like you yeah. say, okay, maybe they tell you you have SIBO. But why do you have SIBO? What's going on in your body? And how are, do you have to experiment and navigate the process of something that is very complicated? And then yeah. better yet, this is, I think, and if, if, since you've been a health coach, you get this. One of the biggest obstacles I see in people, including myself, including people very close to me that are struggling with something, is it takes so much patience and persistence. and it's not always a guarantee at the end. They're like, if you could, if I know for sure that this is going to happen and I'm going to be completely healed or cured, or this is going to go away, then okay, I'll do two years of this. So this is a lot about you that you were persistent and consistent and you persevered for two years without, without any ability for someone to say, I guarantee you that this is going to feel better. Like what kept you doing that? when you didn't have the guarantee, the promise? Yeah, that's such a good question. Or even the exact answer, you know what I mean? Like, this is for sure this, and you need to do X, Y, Z to get here. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, you know, relied on the uh, practitioners at first and was looking for them to give me the answers, just like you said, Uh, and was giving them all the control. And as they, I started to realize like, okay, they're even limited in in their knowledge of this condition, uh, I'm going to research it like a full-time job. You know, they're busy. uh, And so I just started going, okay, I'm going to educate and empower myself. And I think that's what you were saying. I can't remember if it was offline, but when we really listen to our body, we know so much more than when we're like, when I was doing an intake form for the practitioner, I would forget all kinds of stuff that were really big clues. And so it's only us who really knows that when I eat this, I get this symptom. And then when I, at two in the morning, this happens, or, you know, the most Mm -hmm. minute things were giving me clues. So I think as I just empowered myself and I thought, I okay. I really can starting to figure out these mechanisms, like we were talking about hydrochloric hydrochloric acid and bile and digestive process. And the more you start to learn some of these things by, you know, listening to podcasts like this and researching a little bit, uh, you just really get to where you can, uh, yeah, just just build your own knowledge and and um, get yourself better little by little. I feel like it's almost like rock climbing. Again, I, I, it cracks me up when I actually do this many interviews in a row. And I always say I explain everything in analogies. To, I think so yep. that people can understand it. But I realize how many analogies I throw out there when I have to talk this much. So I, it's kind of like rock climbing though, right? If yeah. we were to just stand at the bottom of 
of a massive rock. I'm terrified of heights, mind you. And mm-hmm. I have indoor rock climbed a couple of times, which that was cool, but it, it challenged me. But if yeah. you just stand at the bottom, it's so daunting. There's no way you would do it. I mean, it just like, how do you even get up there half the time? But when you get going, they teach you like it's one little handhold at a time, one little foothold at a time. It's strategy. It's just one piece at a time. And as you grab one piece, then you start looking for the next piece and you grab the next piece. And I think that in the process, and I mean, correct me if I'm, if it was different for you, but at least in things in my own life, um, motivation isn't always what's there. Just focus like, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm just going to focus on each, each grip at a time. And the fact that gr- the grips keep showing up, the fact that, Hey, I've got one more place to fo- put my foot. I'm not going to quit yet. I can put my foot right yeah. here. You know, I got this tidbit of information that tells me maybe that's similar to what I'm going through. Maybe that's yeah. a gold nugget for my situation right now. I'm going to look into that. That's one hand, you know, that's one hand grip. That's one foot grip. Yeah. So instead of going, I need to know the exact path up that rock I need, I need it marked. I mean, who goes and climbs a rock and has it like marked off and they're like, grab here, grab here, grab here, grab here. And then, you know, go up. Like that's, that's not realistic. You have to take it one piece at a time. And if you just focus on that, you get to the top of of the mountain. But if you focus on the whole mountain and need to know the whole journey, you'd never do it. And nobody can just tell it to you either because your foothold may look different than theirs. 100%, right? Uh, And you're spot on on like the one step after another because celebrate the little things. That is what will also keep you going. The focus and it's going to be the most little things. Like for me, taking a two and a four-year-old to the grocery store and not going to running to the bathroom three times in a grocery store trip. And so what those little things like, oh, wow, I've been able to have uh, two almonds which I would have reacted to. Wow. Okay. That's another little step. And so what I did is at first I had a little journal and I would write just what was going on and um, trying to kind of like a food journal. Uh, But then it evolved on my phone in notes and it evolved to me just putting little wins or little even setbacks so I could look back and go, oh, okay, there's the connection. And so I would just say, like you said, every little climb up the mountain, jot down some of those things because then you can look back and go, wow, I, I have come far. So I'm making headway. That's that's so, that's great. And that's so empowering. And people, I think they need to hear that part. Um, so as of right now though, like you say, you beat SIBO. Like, so, so now is, what is life like now? Do you feel like you've just overcome? Like everything's perfect? Because I remember when you said, so, so when Tracy talked earlier, if you listen to previous episodes, you said you made positive headway after you did the antimicrobials, right? And then you kind of backpedaled a little because you realized that those caused some other issues that, you know, you were probably lacking in some of your good bacteria. And so you started yes. presenting with histamine intolerance issues. So that probably would have felt kind of defeating, right? And I just, that when you said that, I didn't say it during that one because I was like, I'm saving this for the end, but <laughs> the term healing is never linear. Right. It's never linear. It's this up and down. Do you still find that to be true in your life? Yeah. Um, I would say 
Yes. And, but the best part is, is it's to a little bit smaller of a degree because I've done so much mm-hmm. healing and I, now I understand the healing mechanisms of the gut and what I've got to make sure I do. Um, but you're right. It is a journey. So, um, find the, the good, find the, like you said, the little good, uh, forward advancement. And, um, but yeah, I would say now, I don't know if anybody has perfect health, but I would say I'm at about 90%, which is a miracle for me because I was down to 10 foods for those two years. I was not only low FODMAP, I was autoimmune paleo. I couldn't eat even a lot of the autoimmune paleo food. I was low histamine, low oxalate. So like four restrictive diets in one. Uh, And then, Mm -hmm. so when I was starting to heal the gut, heal the gut barrier, all of a sudden I could feel different. I, I, I felt like my overall inflammation was going down. Anxiety was going down. I could just feel some changes were happening. And I started experimenting with some foods. And that was my last bit that I couldn't get over. The SIBO was gone. Overall, I was doing better, but I couldn't get rid of the food sensitivities. And part was my brain, though. I I had developed such fear of food that I was going into fight or flight just thinking about Yes, you're going into a sympathetic dominant state just coming by the food. Just looking in the cupboard. I'm already going... Am I going to react to that? What can I eat? So I had to work on the brain and my thoughts and um, overcome a lot of that. Uh, And then as I was healing the gut, I was able to just move forward to that next point of of just that next layer of healing. That's amazing. And 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 I think you said it well too, and you're like, you know, it's on a smaller degree now. So no, it's never that we're like healed, but it's, you kind of are. I mean, I think... I think we can own that and mentally for a moment, say I've healed myself. It doesn't mean that I'm not susceptible to these things. Yeah. I mean, I say that with like, you know, mental health is my passion and, and I struggle with panic attacks. So debilitating. I thought I was dying from age four on and I don't deal with those really anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I do feel I've healed from a lot of that yet. I know I am susceptible. I know how my body manifests if it's out of alignment. And so yes. now the difference is, is I have seen myself overcome that level of um, absolute being absolutely miserable um, and suffering. I've seen myself overcome it. And so I believe I can do it. So it doesn't feel so scary anymore. It doesn't feel impossible. It doesn't feel hopeless. Yes. And then also I can see the signs and symptoms if they start to creep up. I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to get it together. This area is out of alignment and you know, I don't want to get back to a place where this and this happens. So I dial it in faster. So like you say, you move on a a shorter scale now. Yeah, you're spot on. That's exactly it. And um, well said, because you've done so much healing and you've started to pay attention to the body signs and symptoms. So you're right, you catch it faster. And so then you can go, oh, I know what to do. I've got to go back to that whole food eating, eat less of the processed foods and get, let's get my um, bacteria back, you know, the good, diverse whole foods and um, okay, maybe I need some more gut repair again. Let me go back to that product that I, I stopped a little while back. I'm going to, so yes, you, you've learned all the tools so that if some symptoms start to arise, you know what to do. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I think that a lot of people when they're in such a state of suffering, 
that they they just they want to fix the suffering. They want to fix the symptoms. So initially they start something like this and they want it to just be done. Like what do I have to heal and be done? Not necessarily mm-hmm. like change my life. But as you start something start things alleviate and you start healing, you start coming into life. And I think that gratitude, because comparatively of how awful you felt, um, once you start feeling good, it induces this gratitude in you. And that gratitude wants to live and chase life. It doesn't want to give up life again. So I think it's easier to change the mentality at that point when you start with the momentum of healing to then go, okay, this is a lifelong thing. Okay, I'm going to spend two years grabbing, you know, a different foothold if I have to, because this is my life and I'm not going back or or worse, you know, than where I was before because yeah. I can do this and I want this bad enough now that I've tasted it. Like, yeah, so. It's so true. I mean, we can't deny we live in a, a toxic world and many uh, people who do everything to the uh, 10th degree to, to be healthy can still get cancer, can still have another health setback. So, um, but, but like you said, that empowerment, that I've overcome something or a friend of mine has, or I've got somebody um, like a health coach or a, a practitioner of sort or, or somebody to help me through this. Um, so I agree, but empowerment is huge. And then here's the other thing, and I'm sure you noticed this, but when you go through something, all of a sudden you attract people who have a similar journey or need your help. And you will end up paying it forward. And that's just such the the blessing of the hard things we go through, right? Mm-hmm. And it empowers you to keep going. The second you give it back, then all of a sudden it's like, I wouldn't, I, I still say to this day, I wouldn't change any, I've been through some hard things. I wouldn't take any of it back. I wouldn't change a thing because I'm loving where my life is now and where it's going. It feels so blessed. Like it allows me to bless other people. And if I hadn't hurt and I hadn't suffered, would I have been here? Most no. It's it's really adversity that makes most of us and gives us our strongest traits to contribute yeah. to the world, right? One hundred percent. Well, thank you, Tracy, so much. This has been just this has been not only an empowering um, group of sessions, you know, but your story and your your exceptional insight and the nerdy science that you got to bring to some of this, which I love, yeah. um, has been just amazing. So thank you so much for being on this. Um, you guys, before I wrap up with her real quick, I do want to say if you are looking at, we we don't just push products or um, supplements or things like that. But if you are listening to some of this and it is resonating with you and you do struggle with gut issues and you do want more information on potential supplements and coaching, this is our chosen supplement line that we part that we we pair with our Buddha Belly um, gut restoration programs and that we're using with our coaches are using with um, the clients and with our you know, the people that are in these programs. And so you do want more information on the programs, on the coaching, on products, on supplements, on resources, please visit buddabellylife.com and you'll find all those resources there. So Tracy, thank you so much for being here. This has been an exceptional episode. It was literally, if anybody has missed any of this, they need to go back and put in the hour to listen to the previous episodes because this was killer information. Thank you so much, Brittany, for having me. And uh, yeah, always love to share and, and empower people. This, there's, there's so much we can do to have optimal health. Yes. And where can we find you? That's one thing I didn't ask you. Like, 
I'm going to, I'll try and like link to some of your, maybe social media or anything, but people want to follow some of the things you're doing. Where do we find you? Yeah. As of now, um, you can find me on LinkedIn. So, um, I post all different kinds of, um, wonderful nerdy science of, of all different levels. So, um, that would be probably the best place to find me as of now. So, uh, Tracy Merritt. TR. And I think, oh no, I guess uh, not everyone's seen the video, but uh, T-R-A-C-E-Y and then last name Merritt, M-E-R-R-I-T-T. Perfect. Well, we will do that. And thank you, Tracy. And thank you everybody for joining us. And we hope to have you back next month. Thanks for joining us in this week's Buddha Belly Life podcast. For more episodes, coaching resources, and gut programs, visit BuddhaBellyLife.com. Don't forget to put us in your schedule for next week. And remember, keep showing up and enjoy the journey.